Good afternoon, church family. Thank you again for joining me for this midweek fill-up known as manna. We're going to be looking at what it means to have true freedom. Uh, Before we get there, though, let me offer this word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, true freedom, true freedom, true freedom comes in Jesus Christ. Your word points us there. Your spirit will guide us there. Uh, Your church is a living witness that will bring us there. True freedom is not in the world, in the gospel that the world preaches, but only in Jesus Christ. And the word of God backs that up. So bless this devotion and those who are watching. And we ask this in the Savior's name. Amen. So church, I am now going to turn to 1 Peter. So I'm going to invite you to turn there with me. 1 Peter. Getting there. Sometimes the pages stick together as I'm sure they do uh, for you as well. So we're going to be looking at 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8. And and, and if you you, uh, mark in your Bible uh, with either a highlighter or a pen, I, I actually have this uh, verse checked twice. So uh, this one, uh, this one spoke to me here. First uh, Peter chapter one verse eight. It says this: You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. Verse eight. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So true freedom. This is uh, the King James Version, uh, a shortened version of this, saying, Believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable. So Reverend Graham says this, Christ is the answer to sadness and discouragement. Do you believe that? Do, do Do you go immediately to Jesus, to the Father, in prayer, when you are sad or discouraged? Or or do you try to figure it out and manage it and try to heal all on your own? Where are you going immediately? Inward? Or are you going outward to the Lord God? So Christ is the answer to sadness and discouragement. This is a world of thwarted hopes, broken dreams, and frustrated desires, is it not? We see that. We, we, we know that. The writing is on the wall. So, uh, G.K. Chesterton, Chesterton, excuse me, G.K. Chesterton, a great novelist, a, a wonderful uh, theologian uh, in past years, he said this, Everywhere there is speed, noise, and confusion, but nowhere deep happiness and quiet hearts. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. What what uh, are, are, are our ears and our mind and our eyes and our hearts often filled with, right? Speed, noise, confusion, okay? Seeds of uh, disarray and dismay. 
But nowhere, he says, is there deep happiness in quiet hearts. A Hollywood columnist wrote about a famous movie star saying this in quotes, The bright, carefree radiance has gone from her pretty face. End quotes. Optimism and cheerfulness are products of knowing Jesus Christ. If the heart has been attuned to God through faith in Christ, then its overflow will be joyous optimism and good cheer. And if you think about it, okay, that, that is not what is being reflected when we put our eyes, for instance, oftentimes to social media or to the media, right? It's confusion, it's hatred, it's bitterness. Uh, it, it, it's the very seeds that cause us the exact opposite of what joy and good cheer really is, right? So you will never be free from discouragement and despondency until you have been tuned to God, and I would also say you must too, as a daily practice, tune out. Okay, the very things that are as though they have this laser-like focus of shooting right into you: discouragement, disarray, uh, hatred, and, and bitterness. You've got to tune that out as well. So Jesus Christ is the wellspring of happiness. And all we have to do is go to his word, read the four gospels and see that. Read a lot of the epistles after the gospels. It's pointing us right there, the wellspring of happiness. That's what Christ is. That's who he is. He is the fountainhead of joy. Here is Christian's secret of joy. And that is Jesus Christ. So I, I, I would invite you to do this. Instead of tuning in to the world's news, tune it out. And put your focus right here in the Word of God, in prayer. This is a daily uh, Christian habit and desire that we must be doing every day. Not when we want to, not part-time, but in a full-time status. So here's the prayer that I want to end with this afternoon. Let's go to the Lord. By your love, we experience the delight of a quiet heart. Deep down is the joy that cannot be taken away. So Lord, may we always keep our eyes on you, our source of joy. So, priorities are everything. Absolutely. So, when you get the temptation, of course, to grab the phone or go to the computer screen instead of doing that, take this. Woo! Excuse me, almost dropped it. Almost. Almost, but I didn't. Praise God. Take the Word of God instead and put your focus, put your mind, your heart and let the Holy Spirit fill your spirit here. So you can, in fact, have the very joy and the very happiness that is here in the Word of God and glean from it instead of what is in the world. Let me in there, church, and offer this prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, what is joy? What is contentment? What is eternal life? That cannot come from man. That cannot even come from uh, the law. 
that uh, so often Paul speaks of in Scripture, that can only come from Jesus Christ. And that is the good news that the world needs to hear. That is the good news that we need to hear this day. It's all here in the Word of God, as John Wesley said, all the means necessary for salvation, for fulfillment, for eternal life is here. So I pray that we're gleaning that we're reaping from these your words to have those seeds planted from within. Lord, you care. Lord, you love us. Lord, you are righteous. Let's put our minds and our thoughts on you because in you there is victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, you have a wonderful day. God bless you and I will see you next week.